Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Hey, I'm not denying crimes of passion happen, but it is the behavior that occurs subsequently with how you judge a person. And I think one person this week who's been dirty needs to be judged significantly greater than another dirty sports personality. Joe Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Man, this week, I could have never guessed going in that we'd just be talking about it. Dirty athletes, dirty plays, sucker-type stuff. Yet, here we are, and uh, excuse me, while I missed yesterday, I have some things that absolutely need to be said when it comes to both Mac Jones and Nikola Jokic. Ken Levick alive here on a Wednesday on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. Joe Rigotti, Captain Compton, and he is in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of what I'm assuming, based on a FaceTime with my my daughters earlier today, sparkling, sunny, intracoastal. I, however, am in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I am on the road for FAU basketball. They take on New Mexico tonight in the season opener. I am in a Hampton Inn, and I'm sitting in a business center, currently facing about 62 different tourism brochures here at this Hampton Inn. And, in fact, maybe later in the show, uh, we'll give something away uh, when we play Guess That Brochure. Uh, But I do want to start with what has happened. We talked about it Monday with Mac Jones, the twisting and the turning and the attempt to hurt Brian Burns, the attempt to uh, severely injure the ankle of Brian Burns of the Carolina Panthers. It was dirty. I'm sorry. There's absolutely no excuse for it whatsoever. And then you had Brian Burns come out and say, yeah, I thought it was dirty. You had various members of the Panthers come out and say, yeah, I thought that this was dirty. And I don't think that there's any way to argue that it was dirty. It was a dirty play. It was Mac Jones frustrated with what he did. It was Mac Jones frustrated with turning the ball over. And it was Mac Jones getting caught up in the moment. And he made a mistake. He tried to injure another player. That is a big no-no. But he's a rookie. He let emotion take him over. And, hey, it happens. It happens in every walk of life. Say you're arguing with your spouse, your significant other. Things get out of hand sometimes. And there's yelling and things are said that you don't mean. And that's passion a lot of times taking over. And is it acceptable? No. Is it understandable? Yes. Is it relatable? Absolutely. And how you really judge someone is their behavior after and what they say after and what they mean after. So Mac Jones was on WEEI on Monday. And Mac Jones was asked about whether or not he was purposely trying to injure Brian Burns. And this is how that exchange sounded. 
Well, Mac, um, walk me through the Brian Brian Burns sack fumble where you ended up grabbing his ankle. Um, can you kind of talk to me about what happened, what you saw, and how that all progressed? Yeah, after I got hit pretty hard, um, I didn't really know exactly what was going on. I thought he had the ball, and um, it was my job to try and make the tackle. Um, and that's pretty much it. And, you know, obviously when you get up and see the ball is actually down down the field a little bit more, um, it was just a bang-bang play, and I didn't mean to hurt anybody or anything like that. I was just trying to tackle him and make the play because, you know, I didn't really know what was going on. You tell me if you buy that. You tell me if that sounds sincere or if that sounds like an excuse or that just sounds like straight-up bull bleep. I thought he had the ball, and I was just trying to make the tackle. Mac. Come on. You clearly can see commotion down the field. You clearly know Brian Burns' arms flailing as you're gripping and ripping at his ankle doesn't have the football unless he's like a video game and the ball's just automatically stuck to his body. To me, there's nothing sincere about that. It sounds like nonsense. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like cop-out stuff. And it sounds, honestly, like the way the Patriots usually conduct themselves. We didn't do anything wrong. No. Why are you making us the victim? Why are you coming after us like this? No, we didn't deflate footballs. No, we didn't videotape the opposition. No, we didn't have a camera crew up in the press box recording video. No, 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 no. Stop coming after us. Mac Jones, boy, is he acclimated well to the Patriot way. That didn't take long, right? And then there's Nikola Jokic. And I don't want to hear how, oh, Markeith Morris had it coming. The Morris brothers have had it coming. Hard fouls happen in the NBA. Much harder fouls than what Markeith Morris put on Nikola Jokic on Monday night. And fine, I'm Heat Homer. Crush me for it, I don't care. That was a standard good hard foul. That was a take foul. That's how you do it. Nikola Jokic has played in the league long enough. A big, brutal force. Those things should not elicit that response that he had where he's whipping the neck of Markeith Morris backwards, hitting him flush square in the back without Morris looking. That's dirty. And that's trash. And he deserves every second of the one-game suspension he got. Probably should have been more. Let's review what Mac Jones said compared to what Nikola Jokic said immediately after the game with, oh, about 20 minutes to think about it, as opposed to an entire day and a half like Mac Jones. Here's Nikola Jokic after the game Tuesday night. I'm just saying, you're you're saying they both, should they both be suspended? One game, yes. Yes, probably one game. I agree. Because of the the letter of the law of the NBA, but... I like what the Joker. But if there wasn't a letter of the law, you're okay with what, with what Joker did. Wait, oh, oh, what no, did Joker no, no, do? No, I'm just saying. What did Joker do? Hold on, Chuck. Gave him a shot in the back and whiplashed him. No, no, whoa, whoa, hold on, oh, Ernie. Ernie. Did, did he not get him, Shaq? Ernie, did he not? Ernie, it's called retaliation. Yes, it is. First of all, when you hit me, don't turn around. Don't turn around, Brad Miller, because I'm swinging. Don't, <laughs> do not turn around. You're either going to take it in the front or take it in the back. As a big guy, when when a little guy hits you. You got to touch him on back. I have no problem 
with what the Joker did. I actually like it as a big guy. You got these guys fouling on you, hanging on. He hit him. Unintentional, I mean, intentional, unnecessary roughness. So what do you do as a big guy? You go hit him back. When you hit me, don't turn your head because it's coming. You're either going to get in the front or you're either going to get in the back. <laughs> was, was, was that a dangerous no, and dirty play as Eric said? No, Eric Spolster is just wrong. He's just offending this guy. Ernie. I'm watching all these fools on television all day talk about this. It was like, well, first of all, Morris started it. Let's get first. Joker retaliated. And then people said, well, he hit him in the back. Well, if you hit me, I'm with Shaq on him. Let me tell you something, Ernie. If you hit me, you better not turn your damn back because I'm coming back at you. You can't hit somebody and turn your back. You just, that's like Kenny. It's the most mild-mannered, nice dude in the world. If somebody hit him, are we swinging? We swinging. So Nikola Jokic, just to paraphrase, said that he felt bad, he overreacted. He felt the foul was hard, and he overreacted. He showed remorse immediately after the fact. Nikola Jokic showed character after he committed the foul that he did. Then there's what we just heard, NBA on TNT last night, where Shaq and Chuck, and I love them, and I love watching that show, but they're just flat out wrong. I mean, they couldn't be further from the actual reality of what took place. But I'm not surprised hearing Shaq talk like that because I saw him in one of the most cowardly acts that my NBA life has ever presented to me take a full-fledged haymaker swing at Brad Miller of the Bulls and even referenced it and joked around about it in that clip. Shaq Again, that was the most coward move after a hard foul, a tough foul, an NBA foul. Shaq could have severely injured Brad Miller with a haymaker from behind that Brad Miller didn't even see coming. So Shaq can giggle about it all he wants and act like he's a tough guy for that. But the definition of coward is that, coming at someone from behind when they're not looking. Markeith Morris didn't give a forearm shiver to Nikola Jokic. He committed a hard legal foul. To Nikola Jokic. That's how you play basketball. I don't care if it's November. I don't care if it's February. I don't care if it's May. I don't care if it's June in the NBA Finals. It's a good, hard NBA foul. Nikola Jokic overreacted, but he also owned it. Mac Jones copped it out. Ooh, I thought he had the ball. No. No. He did not have the ball. There's no way you felt that he had the ball. You were trying to injure him. Cop out. Coward. Nikola Jokic, coward move, owned it. Shaq and Charles Barkley standing for that type of behavior, cowards. Flat out. But let's compare Jokic and Mac Jones. Because Nikola Jokic comes out of this, I think, looking a lot better than Mac Jones does. After their dirty play, who looks better? Nikola Jokic or Mac Jones? Because Jokic owned it. Mac Jones, coward baby stuff. Oh, I thought he had the ball. No, man. No, dude. Anybody with a right mind, anybody with common sense knows what you were trying to do. The video from multiple angles shows it all. Who looks worse after their dirty play? Nikola Jokic or Mac Jones? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Again, 888 888- 
And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Who looks worse after their dirty play, Nikola Jokic or Mac Jones? I want to go back to the inside the NBA clip from TNT last night. Charles Barkley made the reference that Jokic, one, did nothing wrong. Um, what? And two, oh, Jokic, Joker is one of the most mild-mannered people you'll ever meet. What alternate reality is he living in? Did he watch any of the postseason last year? Did he watch what happened when, out of frustration, Jokic raked his hand across the face of Devin Booker and broke Devin Booker's nose? Like, am I missing something here? Is that mild-mannered behavior? Is that someone who is just a big, cuddly teddy bear? Or is that someone who, in certain circumstances, his emotions and his temper get the best of him? Because I've already seen a big enough case theory to tell me that Nikola Jokic might have a little bit of an issue. Might have a little bit of a temper. Might have some trouble in that area. Is it bothersome? Probably not. Is it rampant? Eh, I don't think so. But is there a body of evidence? Yes. Nikola Jokic, that was a dirty play. He deserves the one-game suspension. I think he deserves a two- or three-game suspension. That was a good, hard NBA foul. Scott Day wants to weigh in on Twitter. This should be an extremely educational experience. Let's listen in, shall we? Give me a break. You're the coward. Someone's swinging at you. You're just standing back like the coward you are and not doing anything. Get off the air, you babbling idiot. You're just like your sissy counterparts at ESPN Cleveland. Hey, thanks for weighing in, Scott. Pretty mature stuff right there, too. Nobody swung at Nikola Jokic. Maybe Scott needs to understand what a punch is. Maybe Scott needs to watch more NBA basketball and understand what that game is. Am I an expert? No. Don't claim to be. Have I watched more than enough to know what's acceptable and what's not? Hell yes. Markeith Morris didn't throw a punch. Nikola Jokic might not have liked it, but it sure as hell didn't elicit or deserve to elicit that type of response. It was an overreaction. But you don't have to trust Ken Levicka. Trust Nikola Jokic. His words are overreaction, not mine. Not mine. Who looks worse after their dirty play? Nikola Jokic or Mac Jones? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And why don't we talk about the Jokic brothers for a moment as well? Because we on social media sure do love to talk about how the Jokic brothers are going to come to Miami on November 29th for the Heat and the Nuggets, and they're going to tear bleep up. Oh, don't want to mess with the Jokic brothers. It's because they're Serbian. It's because they're from the Baltics. The only thing I've seen from the Jokic brothers, and I certainly wouldn't say this to their face. Thank God I have a radio show to do this. But I'm also 5'6" and like 140 pounds. The only thing I've seen from the Jokic brothers is them standing in the crowd, leering at people. Until I see them actually act, until I see them 
do anything physical other than alleged assaulting of women, Google it, then I don't think there's anything to discuss with the Jokic brothers. And we love to get all hyped up in the testosterone flow and thinking that there's going to be a locker room confrontation or there's going to be a, a, a brawl on Biscayne Boulevard. One, that's not going to happen. Two, that's just us being dopey males trying to perpetuate that. But three, UD can always handle himself. Jimmy Butler can always handle himself. Not worried about it. Until the Jokic brothers do more than just stand up in the crowd and leer at players on the court. Nobody in that Heat organization is worried about the Jokic brothers. And in fact, and I agree with Evan Cohen, who you hear every day, commercial free, 5 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. The Jokic brothers have been tweeting at Markeith Morris. The Jokic brothers have bought tickets to see the Heat and the Nuggets November 29th. In Miami, I agree with Evan. Give them the Jordan Love family treatment like the Chiefs did to Love's family this past weekend. Put them all the way at the top of the 300 level and do it behind the basket, too, just to add insult to injury. Jokic brothers, lame. Lame. But I'm sorry. If you're Charles Barkley and you're Shaq, and you're going to sit there now and say, ah, oh, you you hit my guy. I'm coming at you. You better not turn your back and try to put it on Markeith Morris. That's just weak. That's a bad advertisement for the game of basketball. Like, these are the guys that talk about all the time how the league is soft compared to when they played. How the league is soft. Like, I, one of their, one of their most memorable segments over the last... Six years is when the Clippers tried to get, or members of the Rockets tried to get into the Clippers locker room at Staples Center, and police were called. And Shaq and Charles Barkley didn't stop laughing for 15 minutes because they thought that it was ridiculous, that they thought it was soft. And now they're going to come out and they're going to offend Nikola Jokic for simply a hard foul being put at him in the middle of the floor. And they're going to stand up for him and say, yeah, that's what, that's what Markeith Morris deserved. Wait, what, what, what happened to the league being, being soft? Because Markeith Morris, he did what you guys have been calling for for years, and that's play tough, physical NBA basketball. There wasn't anything cheap about it. He came from the side and committed a take foul. If you think the take foul should be eliminated, should be banned, that's a whole different discussion. But Markeith Morris did not do a single thing wrong. Period. Flat out. Exclamation point. No further discussion. Nothing. Nothing. Was it a flagrant? Sure. Was it egregious? No. Was Nikola Jokic in the wrong? Completely. 100%. Undebatable. But there's Chuck and there's Shaq. Oh, I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you. Whether your back is turned or not. I'm not surprised by Shaq. Again, I saw the dude take a swing at a defenseless Brad Miller who simply committed a hard foul on Shaq. Simply committed a hard foul on Shaq at the United Center in Chicago and Shaq could have severely hurt him or maybe something worse. That is the most cowardly NBA play that I have ever seen in my complete lifetime.
So I'm not surprised that Shaq is all good with coming at people from behind and injuring them in the process. Not surprised. Not surprised coming from him. But I hope the NBA is happy. That's one of your national shows, your most watched national shows. And those two are advocating for that type of garbage from Nikola Jokic, who admitted that he overreacted after the game, and he felt bad about it. But hey, I'm the one who's soft, and I'm a sissy. Right, 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 right. Ken Levicka. All I'm doing is using Nikola Jokic's words that he overreacted. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's good awareness. And that's why Nikola Jokic comes off and comes out of this looking significantly better than Mac Jones. Because Mac Jones, nobody believes him. Again, let's hear it one more time from WEEI. Mac Jones explaining his Brian Burns ankle twist on Sunday. Mac, um, walk me through the Brian Brian Burns sack fumble where you ended up grabbing his ankle. Um, can you kind of talk to me about what happened, what you saw, and how that all progressed? Yeah, after I got hit pretty hard, um, I didn't really know exactly what was going on. I thought he had the ball, and um, it was my job to try and make the tackle. Um, and that's pretty much it. And you know, obviously, when you get up and see the ball is actually down down the field a little bit more. Um, it was just a bang-bang play, and um, I didn't mean to hurt anybody or anything like that. I was just trying to tackle him and make the play because, you know, I didn't really know what was going on. Nobody buys that. Nobody believes that. No one. That's coward stuff, too. And I know that the that C word comes off a little extreme, but you're talking about livelihoods here. Twisting ankles, wrestling moves. That's a no-no. Uh-uh. And Mac Jones is going to get out of this scot-free. If it was the other way around, if it was Brian Burns twisting the ankle of Mac Jones, we wouldn't see Brian Burns until December. But good old golden boy Mac gets to play this weekend. Who comes off looking worse after their dirty play? Mac Jones. Nikola Jokic, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Let's get to the phones. Let's go to Port St. Lucie. That's where Menelik is. What's up, Menelik? What's up, man? Uh, right now, I'm thinking you're the champion for athletes. You're like a the hero for athletes. You're just sticking up for, for them, and I want to uh, commend you on that. You're doing a good job, buddy. Thanks, Menelik. Uh, you buddy. say the stuff that most people won't say, so keep it up. All right, man? Thanks, Menelik. I appreciate you, man. All right. Uh, so, I just, I I want to make sure that people stay accountable. <laughs> I mean, listen, Nikola Jokic, as, as frustrated as I am with the national discourse around how that entire play went down, and one other thing to focus on, too, is that the Heat spent, Three and a half quarters being jostled around underneath the basket. No whistles, no fouls, no nothing. Just allowed to get manhandled. So if you want to put blame on someone, don't put blame on Markeith Morris. Don't put blame on Nikola Jokic. The officiating in that Heat Nuggets game was atrocious. I mean, just downright incompetent. Maybe not as incompetent as what we saw with officials Monday night with the Steelers and the Bears initiating contact 
on Bears players so they can sassily throw a flag and send a message. But boy. But it is frustrating to see. And it's because the Morris brothers are the Morris brothers. They're tough. They're South Philly. They play basketball hard. And I'm always hearing that this is why the NBA sucks. This is why I don't watch the NBA. They don't play hard. Well, one, they do. But two, then when you do have guys that play hard and play physical, then you want to vilify them like you do with the Morris brothers. Nikola Jokic, he was within his right to snap Markeith Morris's head back. Based on what? Based on what? It's a hard foul. You either appreciate it or you don't. Don't watch if you don't want to see hard-played NBA basketball, okay? But Nikola Jokic, to his credit, owned it. Owned it, owned it, owned it. He didn't even need that much time to decompress. And you saw his body language afterwards when he's sitting on the bench. You could tell he felt bad about it. You could tell. And then he owned it. Mac Jones had more than a day to think about it, went on EEI, and spouted the nonsense lie and the cop-out that Patriots fans immediately started parroting after it happened on Sunday. Who looks worse after their dirty play? I say unquestionably Mac Jones. Jokic or Mac Jones? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head to Boynton. That's where Bill is. What's up, Bill? Hey, Ken. Um, I want to agree with you. Mac Jones, big lie. Obviously, he was doing, trying, to, trying to do harm to the guy. It was yeah. obvious. Uh, don't buy his story for one second. Uh, officiating in the Pittsburgh-Chicago game. Beyond incompetent. Yeah, it was. It almost looked like the fix was in. Like Bill, that's like punishable. That was like punishable. It it was painful to watch. If I was a Chicago fan, I would have been going berserk. Yeah, Uh, I felt they stole it from him. Uh, But I disagree with you on Markeith Morris. All right, tell me, Bill. And I, I, I've studied. I've studied the NBA for over 50 years. I okay. love the game. The, 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 the Morris brothers, you know, one of them played for my team for a bit in mm-hmm. Washington. Uh, they play Philly ball. They play hard. But I was watching the game. I agree with you. The officiating was horrible <laughs> in, in, in the heat game, which lends itself to people getting more physical. But I will tell you, from all the NBA I've watched, and I loved watching Wes Unseld back in the day when, I mean, he just hurt people. <laughs> but, but Morris, Morris, it wasn't just a foul to me, Ken. It was a typical, filthy play. I know you've got to be a homer, and I respect it, Ken. <laughs> but Morris, it was not a basketball play. He was gripped. Here's Jokic dribbling the ball up court, Ken, minding his own, and and Morris, being Morris, goes, I'm going to mess you up a little. (laughs) And he did. Did you think the – so, Bill, let me ask you, did you think the reaction from Jokic was equal to the the bad foul that Morris delivered? I will tell – this is my opinion on it. I tend to agree with Shaq and Charles. 
you don't, if you're a man, you don't turn your back after you give somebody a cheap shot. Uh, because somebody's going to retaliate. Do I, do I think that it's okay to, to do it when his back's turned? No. But he turned his back on purpose because he kind of knew that Jokic was going to do something. And then I will tell you the problem that I have with the NBA, uh-huh. with soccer, with the NFL, the faking of when you get fouled. Morris got pushed from behind. Now, I guarantee Bill, you, his, now, whiplash, his, whiplash, his, whiplash is like, his whiplash is like yours and mine today, Ken. Oh, I mean, Bill. Come on. Bill, yeah, and I, Bill, come on. I, I am late. Be- in the role for a thousand. Bill, <laughs> I am sitting. Bill, let me tell you something. I am sitting here by travel brochures and across from a men's bathroom. I don't deserve this type of discourse right now. <laughs> Bill, I appreciate the call, buddy. Uh, but uh, listen, I, I am not. He's missing a game with whiplash. He's missing a game. Do you think Marquise Morris wants to miss a game? Like. I, I have a hard time believing that Markeith Morris, who has built a career off of being tough, would miss a game and want to take the sort of questions about missing a game with whiplash next to his name if he didn't have pain and wasn't suffering a bit from it. Before we get to Mark and Pompano, I want to tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, this is all clean, nothing dirty about it, and it's because they are finding a way to get you into the sports industry, and they are doing it in a very efficient way. They are doing it in the most educational way. They are doing it in uh, the, the best way possible, and what do I mean by that? Dr. Jim Reardon, who I was talking with this morning, we were talking about uh, the pit. That's where FAU in New Mexico are going to uh, start the college basketball season tonight, and uh, that's where I'll be to call that game. The pit is where uh, 1983 national championship game, NC State, Faisalama Jamma Houston, uh, battled for the national championship. But uh, we were talking today, and and uh, Dr. Reardon, uh, he, he, he always says, hey, we bring in professors who are in the sports industry. We want to make sure that there's first-hand knowledge being passed along, and that is so important, guys. That is so, so, so important. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, check them out online, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Make sure it's right for you, and it will be, because you can take courses in Boca on campus, or you can take them online. They make it convenient for you, and you get what you put in. And when you get your MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic, employers notice. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Mark is in Papano. What's up, Mark? What's up, Ken? How you doing today? Good, buddy. How about you? Doing all right. Doing all right. It's a, a Wednesday. <laughs> but, uh, so I definitely say, I mean, I saw the play. It's, it's, it's a hard basketball play. I mean, I do think it's definitely being blown out of proportion. I mean, Morris had a hard foul. I mean, Jokic yeah. definitely retaliated a little bit harder. It's not, it's pretty obvious that, like, Jokic is in the wrong, but you said it perfectly. He, 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 you could see in his eyes during the press conference, he was upset. He's like, yeah, I, I screwed up there. Like, I shouldn't have done that. And that, to me, does speak volumes about his character and even about the play in general. He just lost his temper for a minute. It's not like Mac Jones, you go to trip someone up by the ankle. That's not that bad. But twisting the ankle as you're going down, you clearly knew where you were. You know the situation. 
if you're, if you're knocked out and you don't know where you're at, you're going to reach up and grab, not reach up, twist, yeah. grab, try to snap. And also, Mark, if Matt Jones is trying to make a tackle, if he truly thought that, that Brian Burns had the ball, then let's discuss Matt Jones attempting to tackle in that manner, which would also be dirty. I don't care if Brian Burns has the ball or not. What he did was dirty yeah. regardless of the situation. Yeah. And the other thing I thought about is, you know, I was – Born, I'm 24 years old, so I was barely conceived when Kenny and Chuck and Shaq were all playing. But let's not forget, I, I, I used to watch all the hardwood classics on the NBA channel, so I watched a lot of retro basketball, and I love it. I love the intensity. Yeah. But let's not forget there were a lot of stupid things like malice in the palace and a lot of dumb fights that happened just because that doesn't necessarily mean it's hard-nosed basketball. Some of it's a little stupid in a way. Some of it's so just nonsense. Soft, soft, yeah, I get that, you know, it's not as hard as it was before, but we also don't have people throwing a ball at a fan and jumping in the stands and beating them senseless. Yep, yep. So, and, I mean, and or, or situations like, and appreciate the call, Mark. I, I Again, and it stands out to me because I'm a Chicago guy and I was watching it as it happened, but Shaquille O'Neal taking a haymaker swing at Brad Miller, whose back was turned after a hard bas- – it was more of a basketball play than the Markeith Morris foul on Nikola Jokic and Shaq – could have ended the dude's life. I mean, could have ended Brad Miller's life. I mean, if it if it had not happened on an NBA court, that could have been assault. Or worse, if contact was made. Okay? So, for Shaq to try and make light of it, and then continue to support that type of behavior, thought that was really bad taste last night from Shaq. Who looks worse after their dirty play? Mac Jones? Or Nikola Jokic, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And, uh, by the way, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, uh, they are absolutely rolling right now. It's getting towards the holiday season. This is a great time to get yourself in there and take advantage of the deals at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where I got my sparkling blue uh, Kia K5 GT. It's where you will walk in and you can, uh, you'll go in, and they're not going to swarm you. Someone will walk up calmly because at some dealerships, oh boy, is it uncomfortable. But they'll walk up and say, hey, how are you? Uh, what are you looking for? And you say, oh, maybe something for the family. Or maybe something fun, something sporty, something fuel efficient, something where cost is of utmost importance. And they'll say, okay. Let's check it out. And they've got the selection to find something for everybody and their taste at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And go in there. Don't be discouraged by your bad credit. I say this all the time, but there's a reason. That is the number one reason why people are afraid to go buy a car. It's because they are worried about their credit and whether or not they can, on a month-to-month basis, make the payments. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach knows that. They are aware of that. And that's why they have a credit clinic, a bank rep on site to find something that works for you. And honestly, that's why I mess with them. Because I like Greenway Kia West Palm Beach because I appreciate the way they do business. George, Mike, everyone over there, thank you. And you'll be thanking them too when you go to Greenway Kia West Palm Beach Military Trail, half mile south of uh, PBI in West Palm Beach. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. More to come, including Pat Lawler, our sports agent and sports law insider of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. We'll also play some Weekend Warriors. Bud Light Brown distributing Weekend Warriors as well. A special Wednesday edition because, well, this is the only time I'm on my own damn show all week long. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm in a hotel in Albuquerque facing travel brochures and bathrooms. And I'm live on ESPN 106.3.